my dad works in B2B marketing, but I never really knew what that meant. Then one day, my dad came by my school for career day and told everyone in my class he was a big MQL man. Then he just kept saying things like, the more MQLs, the better, over and over. My friends still laugh at me to this day. I think it means marketing qualified lead. One thing's for sure. I'll be known as the MQL man's kid for the rest of my days. Why couldn't you just be a fireman or a lawyer? Why? You ruined my life, Dad. Not everyone gets B2B, but LinkedIn has the people who do. And with ads on LinkedIn, you'll be able to reach people based on job title, industry, likelihood to buy, and more. Start converting your B2B audience into high-quality leads today. We'll even give you $100 credit on your next ad campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash customer to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash customer. Terms and conditions apply. LinkedIn, the place to be, to be. Welcome to Before Breakfast, a production of iHeartRadio. Good morning. This is Laura. Welcome to the Before Breakfast podcast. Today's tip is that all jobs have ups and downs. But if you find yourself unhappy for a significant proportion of your work week, it might be time to look for something else. Ideally, you spend no more than the equivalent of one day a week on things you really don't want to do. That is, if you like all but 20% of your job, you've got a keeper. If you dislike more than 20%, you might want to see what else is out there. So I started thinking about this topic recently when someone asked a group of us what we felt was an acceptable ratio of positive to negative feelings about a job. In my younger years, I might have said this ratio should be infinite. That is, you should like absolutely everything about your job and dislike nothing. As I have gotten older, I have realized that disliking zero is going to be tough to pull off, even in almost ideal situations. We are seldom 100% happy in life. You can be sitting on a tropical beach watching a beautiful sunset while sitting next to the love of your life and still be thinking, hmm, my toe itches. Such is the human condition. You can love your job and still find your weekly meeting with Dave from accounting tedious. But Dave isn't quitting, and neither are you. And so here we are. I'll also note that sometimes we think the problem is with the job, and it turns out to be more internal. I have followed some situations where people have quit jobs because they just can't trust their coworkers, and they're always crashing right before deadlines. Then they find different jobs, and it turns out that you just can't trust these coworkers either, and they are still always crashing right before deadlines. And maybe. Just maybe. These two situations have something very specific in common. Namely, the person experiencing them. That said, you have to balance the reality that nothing is perfect. Against the truth that, as far as we know, you only get one wild and precious life. 
as the poet Mary Oliver would put it. It would be one thing to be miserable day in and day out if you were assigned a job at age 20 and required by law to keep it until retirement. But if you are listening to this podcast, then you don't live in a society like that. There are millions of jobs out there. Many of them are currently open. Within any given industry, there are often lots of companies, some of which have vastly different cultures from others. Within any company, some departments are probably a lot better to work for than other departments, to say nothing of individual managers. And if you can't find a company or department you like, there are lots of ways to start your own business, many of which don't require a whole lot of capital to begin. In other words, you are not trapped. I know it can be hard to leave. Maybe you earn a lot of money. Sometimes people who earn a lot of money believe that they have to accept certain things about their jobs. But the labor market isn't totally efficient. And so most people haven't completely optimized on any dimension. That means that even if you earn a lot now, it is always possible that you will be able to find a job you like more that pays more too. You might be able to find a job you like more that is more flexible as well. You might be able to find a job that pays more and features nicer colleagues. You just don't know until you look. To strike a balance between the truth that nothing is perfect and the truth that no one deserves to be miserable, I will put 20% out there as a target to aim for. You want to like all but the equivalent of one day a week at your job. As few people actually shunt all the work they don't like to one day, in practice, it will be more like an hour or two a day of stuff you'd generally prefer not to be doing. You might try keeping track of your time and seeing where the percentage lies currently. If it is over 20%, that doesn't mean you need to quit Jerry Maguire style. The first thing you should do is see if you can craft your job to spend less time on the things you really don't like. Do they actually have to be done? Maybe they don't. Or maybe they can be done with less fanfare than they are currently getting. Maybe the load can be shared or delegated. Maybe things can be done more quickly or more efficiently. You meet with Dave from accounting for 30 minutes rather than 60. You can also try doing more of the stuff you really do like which at least pushes the proportion down. I am not suggesting extending your hours, but if you do have a lot going on, you become less available for tasks that wouldn't be your first choice. People start asking you less, or you find ways to spend less time on these things. Time is elastic that way. But if the proportion is quite a bit over 20%, then it is time to really look at life and figure out what you can do. 
There is no harm in reaching out to old contacts and setting up some coffees. Indeed, people should be doing that regularly, even if they love their jobs. But it might flush out some new opportunities somewhere better. Work doesn't have to be a negative thing in life. It can be a source of joy. At least 80% of the time. In the meantime, this is Laura. Thanks for listening. And here's to making the most of our time. Hey, everybody. I'd love to hear from you. You can send me your tips, your questions, or anything else. Just connect with me on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Before Breakfast Pod. That's B-E, the number four, then breakfast, P-O-D. You can also shoot me an email at beforebreakfastpodcast at iheartmedia.com. That before breakfast is spelled out with all the letters. Thanks so much. I look forward to staying in touch. Before Breakfast is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. Hey, listeners. I know you love mornings. And with nearly 300 beaches in Puerto Rico, each one is a reason to wake up early and catch a picture-perfect sunrise. Puerto Rico has nearly 300 miles of coastline, and the island's diverse geography offers everything, from secluded coves with white sand and crystalline water, to stunning black sand beaches, and beaches perfect for water sports. No passport required for U.S. citizens and permanent residents. Learn more and plan your trip at discoverpuertorico.com. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote.